0: Thanks for the finger up the butt, Joe. Welcome to Real Nerds. This is actually a very special edition of Real Nerds. Um, As you know, and if you follow our blog on tumblr.realnerds.com, you know that we're not just nerds of movies, we are nerds of many things. And today, I have a very special guest with me. He's one of my oldest, actually, I'd probably say my oldest friend, because his grandmother and my grandmother are friends, and I've known him so long that my father calls him, to this day, little Joey Kempter. And to my left is the man, the myth, the legend, Joe, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Joe. Joe, welcome to the Real <laughs> Nerds Podcast. Um, what? Why I brought Joe on today, this is actually a bonus episode, is Joe recently emailed me about wanting to do a video game podcast. And I said, hey, Joe, good news. Real nerds, we do anything that has to do with nerds. And video games is one of them. And video games are a huge part of mine and Joe's... Adolescence and growing up, whole and life, yeah, a whole life. So <laughs> I always thought it'd be fun to do one with him about that. So Joe, now that we have you on Real Nerds, uh, I want to give people a little taste of who you are, uh, what you like about video games, and your favorite video game. So sure. do you have a favorite video game of all time?
1: Uh, I guess it changes all the time. I mean, at one point it would have been Metal Gear Solid, then Resident Evil Four, but yeah. probably right now Mass Effect Two. Yeah, it just, just blows my
0: mind. Nice. You know, you're the, um, maybe the third person who told me I need to play that game. I've never played a Mass Effect, but I do like BioWare's games. I, I'm not a big fan of role playing games. But I do. I did like uh, Knights of the Old Republic because, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, Mass Effect 2, I know, is a way more intricate story, and but I mean, like the feel that I
1: got from playing Knights of the Old Republic is is exactly what I felt when I got into Mass Effect, and the the world that they create, just this universe, is is spectacular, and and I mean, it brings all these different great gameplay elements together to create just an amazing experience that you want to play again and again. I mean, I've played played through the games two or three times just to, you know... Is that how many endings there are in the game? Or yeah, it- I mean, because you, you can go good, bad, and then every decision you make along the way is going to affect it, and it will affect it into the second game, and, mm-hmm. and, and ultimately oh, yeah, affect right. it into the, this third one, which, I mean, the to think about the consequences that I, I would have made, you know, perhaps like killing uh, Caden in the first game... How is that going to affect some of the decisions, you know, or, or what's going to happen in this third game? It's going to blow my mind. I'm so excited Yeah, that was really game.
0: crazy about it. You know, what I did like about Knights of the Old Republic is, of course, when you're tasked with being a Jedi or a Sith Lord, my first thing is, I'm, I'm going to be a Sith Lord because I yeah. think it's more fun. And so when I was playing that game, every time someone says, will you help me? I'd always say, no. And then I would kill them. Uh-huh. And so my, my dark side would just balloon up. And uh, towards the end of the game, I mean, I had no redeeming qualities at all and... And and you can,
1: you can do pretty much the same thing here, but you're still going to be a hero. I mean, you're still poised with saving the galaxy, but you can be that rogue renegade asshole through the entire thing, or you can be a stand-up hero. And I'm, I did the same thing in Old Republic, where I decided to be a Sith Lord and, you know, really just got into that. And the... F- First two times I played through Mass Effect, I couldn't help it. I wanted to be the good guy. I wanted to be that hero, yeah. and I felt like that there was more gameplay options. It's it's harder to be the hero yeah. a lot of times. It's easier to just say fuck you, and, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> and kill everybody. You can, but. You can tell. I mean,
0: I, I, I've never played the games, but you can tell um, through gameplay trailers I've watched and reading reviews that it's basically a way more polished version of Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. If, I, 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 if yeah. I had to say one thing I didn't like about Knights is uh, sometimes I thought, felt the controls were really archaic and. It seemed really choppy, but I, I obviously you don't get because there's, there's some screenshots in Mass Effect that just blow your mind.
1: Yeah, and I felt like it was fluid the entire way through. I think that in any of the control problems that there were in the first game, they addressed in the second. They made the second game a lot more action-oriented, mm-hmm. and I think that they're going to bring back a lot more of the role-playing element, along with all that action and great control that they brought into the second game, to really create a, a complete game with this third one. And I mean... Everything that I'm seeing on it just is is exciting, and the fact that you know at the end of Mass Effect 2, I you know I I had sex with two different girls there, so there's going to be a nice love triangle happening in Mass Effect 3 that I just can't wait to see how that plays out. So it's awesome.
0: Yeah, um, if I had, I I tell this to everybody. um, If I was given one game to play for the rest of my life on a deserted island, it would always be Super Mario Brothers. To me, that's the epitome of awesome game design, and I've beaten it. I don't even know how many times. But Are you talking about the first Mario? Very, very yeah. first one. And I think it goes back to my first memory of being in playing video games was Super Mario. My, my parents got divorced a really long time ago. So long, in fact, that when my mom and dad were separated, not divorced yet, I went over to my father's house and we were begging him for a Nintendo Entertainment System. And this was the... It wasn't the original because that was 85 and I had only four and I had been like six or seven because it... And my dad says, Oh, those are too expensive. Because I think back then there was like $350 for Yeah, it. I can't even remember. And it came you know, with Duck Hunt and Mario with the two cartridge. And I remember begging my father, and me and my brother said, Oh, we want to play Super we want to get a Nintendo. My dad says, Oh, I can't afford that. Of course my dad's lying, but I I can't afford <laughs> that. I- and so we went over to his house and he had um Christmas and we opened up all the presents and there's no Nintendo and so I mean he still got his cool toys, but you know, in my heart, I'm like, oh no Nintendo. And then my dad was cleaning up the... He's like, oh, I gotta go get a trash bag. And he went to the closet and says, what's this? There's another prison in here from Santa. And it was it was the Nintendo, so... That's
1: a good story, man. I mean, yeah.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, so that game always sticks with me. And I still think it's a really clever game. And in so much that my awesome wife bought me the New Super Mario Bros. Limited Edition Wii, where it's like Mario Red and came with New Super Mario Bros. And I I put it in with her and, you know... The, you play the game and it's co-op right from the beginning. She's never played a Mario game before. I, to me, that's mind-boggling because at, at the beginning, it opens just like Super Mario. You run across. I jump over the Goomba and I hit the mushroom thing and I go get it. She just runs right into the Goomba. Right. <laughs> and I, said, I said, Laura, don't you know you have to jump over those guys? I said, she said, I've never played I said, but still, you don't run into a mean-looking mushroom head guy.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that was one of the things is, is it was instinct. You just yeah. knew that the, anything coming at you is 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 bad yeah and you want to collect those mushrooms you want to you know i
0: mean like it the coins and mushrooms those are the things you want to grab throughout the game so yeah you know i I agree with you in in some respects that yeah you know it can constantly change your favorite game um but i'm i I like more old school games and i think that's why i'm drawn to platforming games Mm -hmm. uh i really enjoyed god of wars and i really only started playing them maybe a year ago Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed jack and daxter um the original Crash Bandicoot, I still enjoy. Uh, but to me, some people had a hard time with Resident Evil. They called them tank controls. You know, I the, hated the first exactly, Resident Evil controls. In, in the original, but to me, one of my favorite games still is Resident Evil 2. And it still has that. And I used to have competitions with uh, Adam Smith of who could beat that game the fastest. And uh, to this day, I still... Um, I I haven't played Resident Evil 2 in a really long time, but they have a HD. They're having a remake come out, I think, for download, which I'm excited about.
1: It's Code Veronica and Resident Evil
0: 4. Oh, those ones. Damn it. But, but one. But Code would Veronica do? would be a great one though, because not a lot of people got a chance to play that because yeah. it
1: was only on the Dreamcast. So, I mean, I think that that would be pretty cool. But it's still going to have the same as you call them tank controls. Yeah. You know, what I
0: mean. But see, I uh, I'm always a big fan of that, and uh, so I could beat Resident Evil 2 with just the handgun in an hour and 20 minutes. Jeez. And and how you do it, and I I tell everybody, my strategy for it is I don't kill any zombies. But by doing that, you have to remember what rooms you've left zombies in and where they're positioned at. And uh, you have to save all your handgun bullets because the tyrant at the end of Resident Evil 2 takes 300 and something shots to kill with a handgun. And it takes about 15 minutes just to kill that thing. And that's standing there. Popping and popping and popping and popping them and making sure you leave yourself enough room to run away. Because in those games, you know, they charge and they swipe and. And that you're so static with the controls right. that if you don't know exactly how to get out of it or your situation you're in, you're not going to win.
1: One thing I'll give you with the control set was it made the intensity and the fear factor through the roof. I mean, really, when, when you are fumbling with your controls because yeah. you don't know what's what and there's a zombie or like a liquor coming at you yeah. or something like that, zombie dogs chasing you down, that really did get your heart pounding. And, and yeah. But it also, as soon as I would die... I would get so frustrated. <laughs> yeah. It was like hitting my knee like when I would die in Super Mario 3. Yeah.
0: You know what I and mean? Like <laughs> To get the secrets in you know, Resident Evil 2, you could only save once. So uh, to get the what they called... A, you're a big piece of tofu that had to run to the top of the police station. To get him, you had to beat the game in an hour and a half. Only save once. And since it's on two discs, your only save could be at the end of the first disc and then booting up the second one. So yeah, it was, it, it, it's hard. And... <laughs> Uh, I mean, there's parts in that police station where there's about 15 zombies in one confined area. So basically, I take the knife and I run. I just chop their legs until so they just fall over, and then I run over them. And then when you come back in, you have to remember exactly where they're standing. You got a different
1: whole game mentality than I do, because I—I mean, you were just talking about how much you love the platforms, and I'm really picky on my platforms. Yeah. I mean, it's Mario. I and Little Big Planet was great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't pick up the second one, but. Uh, and the God of Wars and stuff like that are great, but I didn't. I never got into the Jack and Daxters. I never yeah. got into uh, Ratchet and Clanks. I tried to because they, they when they got to the PS3, they looked great. Oh yeah. They just weren't for me. I couldn't. There was no holding power. Even, even New Super Mario Brothers. I think I got to level three on it, and I just haven't picked it back up. Mario Galaxy Two has kind of sat there, uh, you know, collecting <laughs> dust. I don't know. I haven't touched my. Wii, <laughs> in a long time. I mean, I, I just rented Goldeneye on there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that was the first time I think I've played played the Wii in probably since I came back to Colorado. Almost man. I mean, maybe yeah. since Mario
0: Galaxy Two came out. I don't know. I mean, we could. Uh, the Nintendo, for some reason, has the biggest problem extending the life of their platforms lately. I mean, because you have so many great games at the beginning, and then they just. Peter off. Well,
1: in, unless you're talking about the 3DS. I mean, this thing has been. I mean, we're, we're, it's already gotten a 32 percent price drop, yeah. and it's only been out five months.
0: I was reading that the PSP is outselling it.
1: The PSP probably.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, they, yeah. I mean,
1: they just. I think they just announced like a new, like cheaper PSP that they're going to do. But I mean, then, then there's the PS Vita, mm-hmm. who is coming out at the same price point as what the the DS was, which I think, I, personally, I'm a little bit more excited about that, because there's oh, going to no, an I Uncharted it, game on I other think list.
0: it looks so radical. Did you read about the Uncharted game? There's a touch screen in the back of the Vita mm-hmm. that you use to shimmy him across, like, ledges. You can and... touch
1: the screen, too. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you can chart his course. And, I mean, there's part of me that says, you know, like, pointing exactly where you want Drake to climb kind of takes, I don't know, yeah. there's not a lot of challenge with, with hitting, you know, X. And pointing in a direction. But it's neat that you can actually, like, highlight the path yeah. that
0: you want him to take. But, I mean, there's some parts of Uncharted 2, though. I mean, uh, you take leaps of faith because, you know, you get to an edge and you can't really see. And you're saying, well, well I'm jumping. Yeah. And then yeah. The... <laughs> 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 I know what you mean. But I felt like in most, in
1: most cases, if you could, like, point in a direction, like if you're hanging on a ledge and you could point in a, a direction, you'll see Drake... Reach yeah. in the direction that he wants you to go. Like if you're hitting it right, he'll like put his arm out. Like yeah. okay, yeah, that's the direction to go. And I tried explaining that to uh, to John when he came over to try try Uncharted Two, and he's like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I'm like, it, just feel it, man. Yeah. Don't 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 think about it. Don't try to overcomplicate it. You're on the edge of a train. Go up. <laughs> yeah. You know, like this, yeah, exactly. don't, don't overcomplicate this thing. This game is really one of the
0: most amazing opening sequences in any beautiful game, ever. game.
1: And 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 that's that's another great game. I mean, like when you're talking about like top games, Uncharted Two which I'm very excited about Uncharted 3. Yeah. But Uncharted 2 was one, another one of those games that I felt brought so many fantastic elements uh, oh, yeah. uh, of gameplay all into one package, and Naughty Dog just did, delivered something yeah. so wonderful there that I've played that thing four or five times through. Yeah, I it's think um,
0: what I like, too, is you know Naughty Dog, they started off the uh, Crash games, mm-hmm. and then uh, after they made, I think, three of them, then Universal bought Crash, and then they went on and made Jack and Daxter, and they made three of those. And then they went off, and then they did Uncharted, and you can see them grow in every game. Because I still think the Crash games are pretty fun. I mean, they have I mean the first three I haven't played any since, but they I, I like the overall feel of them. And then basically, but you're really limited because it's a PS One game, and you have to stay on a a specific path. And then with Jack and Daxter, it's more open world where you're collecting things and. And there's the hallmarks of Uncharted in it, and then Uncharted just takes it to an unbelievable level. Maybe I need
1: to give a little bit more time to Jack and Daxter and stuff Should. like that. I really never got into Crash though. I mean, when, when my when when that came out, I was like, I was so still in love with Mario and Sonic. Mm-hmm. I was like, those are my platform choices. Yeah. I didn't care about Rayman. I didn't, you know, anything oh, else. Dude. I was just like, Man. Rayman
0: is so brilliant.
1: I saw that the, they're doing a remastered Rayman or like that. Yeah, the Origins, oh. and it looks gorgeous. And I'm thinking maybe I'll play this game. Oh yeah,
0: you know, I think for. Uh, ps network or you can even get it on xbox live i think you can download rayman 2 for five dollars yeah well worth it really it's a, it, of course it might seem a little dated now but if i had to pick a favorite dreamcast game it would definitely be rayman 2 oh really yeah hmm. and so yeah i mean i like platforming games you're not as uh, big a fan but i mean it's just they're so clever and they're so well made the rayman games that I was really disappointed. Rayman 3 was okay. It wasn't as good as Rayman 2, but it was still fun. But then they started doing the Raving Rabbids and then they just went away from Rayman completely. Mm-hmm. And then I was I couldn't believe I I have a subscription to uh, Game Informer and then on the cover was Rayman Origins and it's beautifully hand-drawn animation and, and the
1: colors and and I mean everything like that just looked like they popped so well. And you know, one gorgeous. of the things I'm
0: really excited about that people uh game developers are doing now is I always said, why don't they start making two D games, side-scrolling games, for these huge systems because they will look amazing. Yeah. And uh, Shadow Complex started that that back exactly. up. I mean, when
1: when when with that game was so big and beautiful, and it was it was just a great side-scrolling
0: game. Exactly. I mean, it, 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 and you can do that now because I mean, you look at, I, I mean, even New Super Mario Brothers. You're taking the Mario formula, putting in a bigger, horse game and a system and then you just have a super fun game and because those mechanics are still fun and they're still spot-on the controls and so I think now that they they realize that and people will buy them I, th- I think it's a good thing for the game because one of my biggest complaints about games now is oh it's a 3d action-adventure where you shoot things mm-hmm. it's a first-person shooter where you shoot things where's the variety in games and I, I'm more of the I also I'm a big fan of um, quirky titles Um, that maybe a lot of people don't like. Uh, One of my favorite guilty pleasures in video games ever is uh, the Harvest Moon games. And a lot of people... Those weren't weren't bad games. Some people can't get into them because, I mean, they're really monotonous and boring, but I, I like the fact that you have to grow... Crops and uh, did you ever see the
1: futuristic one that they had? Like, I think it was on the Game Boy Advance or something um, like that. Like, it was, yeah, it was really weird. But I mean, I no, Harvest Moons were good games, I, I, I they weren't something that, that had a holding power over me, mm-hmm. you know. It was kind of like an Animal Crossing for me. Like, I had a lot of fun, you know, for like a few months with it, and then it yeah. was just like, meh, it's, <laughs> I'm not playing it anymore.
0: So, Joe, do you remember the moment you got into games? Because I mean, it's clear to me when I got into them.
1: Well I mean if, I think it's the same same thing well I, I don't know I, as far as like arcades and stuff like that I remember I don't know if you remember like there was a laser tag thing called uh Photon Mhm my mom's boyfriend at the time, like, was was in a league of this stuff, and I mean, so he always and, and like on his babysitting nights, he'd take me down there and give me a sack full of quarters, and and, and I would really I'd play Super Mario Brothers on a the cabinet there. Oh yeah, and I mean, like uh, all the time, like every single week, that's what I'd be playing. And then my mom eventually, I think, you know, it was a birthday present mm-hmm. thing. She got me the one, but it came with the power pad too. So nice. it, was, it was it was Mario Duck Hunt and the power pad. So
0: cheetah dude, he was really hard to beat.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes, I mean, I remember having like something to hold on to and just really trying to like tap my feet as much as i could i really wouldn't give a shit now to do that i mean we've got that we fit balance board and i'm like "Mm, yeah (laughs) there's nothing you could make me want to play on this thing but yeah i mean like that that was it i mean that was to to get me into gaming absolutely super mario brothers duck hunt i mean all those just great originals i remember teenage mutant ninja turtles the first time that. yeah gosh i mean all those things were
0: just you know what that game was always so cool to me what arcades I got into them too because when my um, mom and dad finally did get divorced, my dad moved to this condo uh, and up the street they had, there was this gas station, but inside the gas station they had Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat 2, and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles inside the gas station. That's a
1: great gas station. I know, they don't have that
0: anymore, (laughs) but I always loved that first uh, level in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and I was always Donatello because he was my favorite. but you know, you're going China. through the, the fire in the apartment, and then uh, what did they call those drill uh, transporters that Shredder and the bad guys had in the show? I can't remember them. I
1: don't oh, know, they came from the Techno I can't remember yeah. what those things are called either.
0: it came out, and uh Rocksteady came out, and he said, Say yo pues, pues todos. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, was, that was a good. And then, yeah, I mean, and when you b- beat that level and you see just like this beautiful, like, Picture of Shredder stealing April and yeah. jumping out the window, and, and the turtles are following out. And that was the first time you really saw like that kind of like, exactly. free movement and stuff. Yeah, all those great arcade beat em ups, X Men, The Simpsons one, oh, was even Simpsons a lot of fun
0: too. It d- developed under the same engine as Ninja Turtles. Yeah, so yeah. it had a. Yeah, and you know, um, this really dates me. I'm old, um, but I won a Mortal Kombat 2 tournament at the Villa Italia Mall. and uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, when nice. Yeah, when when 16 and 0 as Kung Lao, it was awesome. Um, so, you mentioned Mass Effect 2. Is there any other new games that you've really enjoyed? Um, I've been, I mean, I just beat LA Noir. I haven't uh, played it yet. It was, I mean, I
1: went in with a completely different idea of what the game would be. I expected a lot more kind of Grand Theft Auto, but mm-hmm. on the side of the law kind of thing. Um, but uh, what really intrigued me was what Team Bondi did with the the facial recognition yeah. and the the star power that they got into this game. I mean, I mean, it was all actors. You, half your cast of Mad Men was was, <laughs> was in in this game, um, and it was it was surprising. There was there was a point where I put it down for I want to say about a month where I was about halfway through my Vice cases. And I wasn't sure if I was going to pick it back up or if I was just going to trade it or what. Picked it back up. was glad I did. I finished the game out. And I mean, it was it was a dark game. Um, and as soon as I figured out how to watch people's eyeballs, I mean, it was it was easy to tell, like, you know, who was mm-hmm. lying or, you know, whether to doubt them based on evidence. Uh, my, my my case structure got a lot better through as as I progressed. But I, at the end, I mean, I never bought the Rockstar Pass. I never, you know, there wasn't anything that was really going to keep me going in more cases. Mm-hmm. wasn't going to keep me holding on to that game. So I decided to trade it in towards Deus Ex, and you know, maybe if it, if if they if there's a great release, something gets a great review, like you need to play this DLC or something like that, I might pick it back up when it's mm-hmm. when it's dirt cheap. But for right now, it's it was yeah, worth Jim. the trade in. But how about you? What are you playing?
0: Um. Well. I mean, the big one I've been playing is Mortal Kombat. I've literally spent over 200 hours on this game. Did you
1: get? Did you buy that like uh, that Mortal Kombat pass so that you what, get all the
0: DLC? What sucks is it's only available for Xbox. Oh, so, they didn't do that on the PS3. Well, they did, but it's after all of them were released. So by the time I downloaded Freddy Krueger, it it was worthless to me. What do you think of Freddy? You know, he's. I see some fanboys get really mad about it because uh, I go to Mortal Kombat online, and my favorite thing to do is like just ruffle feathers there. And of course they didn't like it because he's not part of Mortal Kombat. But they have to remember too, you had to get other people to play the game because these people were fighting to get Fujin and Natara and Tanya, people no one's ever heard of, except unless you're Mortal Kombat fans. Even casual Mortal Kombat fans who play the game don't know who those characters are.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. I mean if you wanna put like I mean if you want to start building that library up with that game, I think you could just keep exactly. DLC coming in. You could Bring in every single character, but I see no harm in in playing with some of those WB licenses. Exactly. I loved I loved the idea of Freddy, and there I'm like, he's dark, he's, and exactly. I don't care if he's got two claws. Play with it; yeah. that's fun. And and I think that I, the story that they gave him is a little bit convoluted, but who cares? Yeah. You know, like who really? You but, had but to, honestly, you had to make it
0: work somehow. Yeah, and honestly, the Freddy Krueger mythology is really convoluted, anyways, yeah. because there's no there's no. I'm a bigger Friday the Thirteenth fan, so I wish it was Jason who was in it because he's and also. And you could see him. He though. could eventually. Uh, you know what's funny is about a year ago when this game was you know almost being released. It's now for like six months now almost. It's pretty amazing. Uh, five months. So when this game before it came a couple months before it came out, I I go I like horror movies, so I go to the horror movie website. I think it was um, Horrorhound, maybe it was, or maybe ShockTodDrop.com. I don't remember, but he posted a. A rumor that jason and freddy were in the new mortal kombat I'm like, i don't know about that i mean i understand that they're both properties of warner brothers warner brothers bought Netherrealm realm studios who makes mortal kombat i mean it makes sense and then sure enough freddy krueger shows up so i'm hoping that maybe if he's popular enough that jason shows up i don't too. see
1: why not i think that jason could be a great character yeah. especially i mean and, and to do that freddy versus jason fight in in, in with mortal yeah. kombat uh physics would be fun. Yeah, Who and cares? I don't care if it's part of the, the realm. And DC and Mortal Kombat, I thought that was a stupid com- combination yeah. too. Yeah. But 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 once you play the game, you don't care. You're, yeah. pl- you're, you're, you're Joker versus Scorpion. You yeah. know what I mean? Like It doesn't matter. You're yeah, just having think, fun with the beat 'em up
0: Yeah, I think the, it, it works better with Freddy Krueger. Uh, the problem with... I, I, I like all Mortal Kombat games, but the problem with the MK versus DCU is when you tone down the game, yeah. then you have to rely on the special moves. But the special moves have to be toned down, too, because you can't... Even Scorpion Spear, uh, and, you know, when you get get hit with it in the new game, blood flies everywhere, and they're, like, strobbing it off. In the DC one, they get hit with it, and they're pulled. There's no, like, extra oomph to it. And so, yeah, so it was really cool to see that. And, you know, Freddy's actually a fun character to play with if people gave him a chance. And, yeah, you know... uh, Dude, if you're going to put Yoda and Darth Vader in a Soul Calibur
1: game, or Link in a Soul Calibur game, I mean then who cares if you're going to put Freddy Krueger in right? I think it's
0: great. Yeah, and all these uh, fanboys, you know, they're so mad. He's not even part of the canon, so who cares? Right. He's, oh, he's in it once, and I've beaten the game with him, and it has absolutely nothing to do with Mortal Kombat. He goes back to the... l oh, spoiler He goes back to the dream world and yeah. terrorizes people again. <laughs> Dun dun. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big one I've been playing. And uh, kind of a title that went kind of unnoticed, and is really sad that it did because it's amazing as Epic Mickey... It has its problems. Um, It it seems like it was kind of um, rushed at the end because the camera's a little wonky. But if you're a Disney fan and a Mickey Mouse fan like me, I mean, they have music and nods and winks to his early cartoons that just blow your mind and that they made Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, the protagonist in it. Dude, the game is just, you can tell it's made by people that love Disney. And reading the interview with the guy who made it, I can't. Can't believe I forgot his name. I think it's Warren Spector. Um, he he he's the biggest Mickey Mouse fan ever, and you can tell in the game because there's uh, next to you, of course. Next to me, I got Mickey Mouse tattooed on me just recently. And uh, <laughs> you, there's uh, basically the premise of the game is Mickey spills acid and ink all over Oswald's world, which is a world of forgotten animation characters. Which to me, being an animation fan, is it's actually kind of sad because. Mickey has to go and save him because he's the only one who can fight these ink blots that inhabit this land now. And you go there and you see people like Horse, the horse caller, he runs a detective agency there. And um, you see Clarabelle, all these characters that were in really early Disney Mickey Mouse cartoons, Donald Duck cartoons, and they're forgotten. And so they're all in this world and, you know, all they want to do is be remembered. And so it's your job you can choose to be a mischievous Mickey or be a good Mickey. Of course I choose to be the good Mickey because, to me, Mickey is uh-huh. yeah, the <laughs> ultimate hero. So you go through the land and you can repaint everything and make it nice again. And they have these little side quests, like for horses to detective Mickey, where you have to get cake and stuff and help these other characters fall in love. And it's a really cute um, story and how he tries to redeem these characters. And Oswald, at the beginning, kind of starts off kind of bitter because oswald if you don't know the story was originally created by disney when disney and it worked for nbc and when nbc wanted disney to continue to make oswald cartoons disney wanted to make his own and he said well i own oswald the lucky rabbit and said and NBC, actually we own it you sign a contract he's ours we'll fire every single one of you guys keep the character and still make cartoons and that's what they did and actually, the good thing about that is Walt Disney learned his lesson, and ever since then... He did it all on his own. He did it all on his own. His his characters, he has his own Animation Studio, and the rest is history. You have Mickey Mouse now. Solid gold rocket car. Absolutely. <laughs> a hatred of Jewish people. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, actually what um, was really... what really uh, There's a world in it where you go to... I think it's Junk Space Mountain, or I forget the actual name of it. But in it has um, old NES cartridges of Mickey Mouse-capades and all this Mickey Mouse um, memorabilia junk huh. that they just put there because they don't like Mickey Mouse. And so it's Mickey's job to redeem himself to these characters by beating Pete and...
1: I, I always thought that seemed like a good game. I mean, I, I heard that the camera on it was atrocious. And that's... I really heard that that was a game killer for it. But this, I, I'm, I'm much more into story. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't, I, I think now, I think that's what I really look for in a game. I think that's why Deus Ex is, is appealing to me. Yeah. I think that, you know, but... Epic Mickey. I remember when we when we got our Game Informer that uh, that had that on the cover. Mm-hmm. That was the first one that Kelsey actually picked up, and she wanted to read through yeah. and 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 like look at look at like oh look what they're doing with Mickey Mouse. This actually looks pretty neat. You know mm-hmm. we, maybe we should pick this one up as it gets closer. Her enthusiasm about it kind of fizzled, <laughs> and, and
0: we ended up not grabbing it. But <laughs> you know if you have, um, I think they dropped it to twenty nine dollars. If you can find one for twenty bucks, I I say pick it up. I I'm a Mickey fan, so I might be a little biased on it, but. I mean, yeah, the camera hurts it, but growing up with Mario 64, where you have to hit... In this one, you have to do it, too. You hit the C button to fix the camera. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me that much. You know, there's some parts where you can't see Mickey. and it, reep, reep. Yeah, and it, it does it <laughs> does really suck. But, I mean, I, I can still get around it. I, I I can. I don't know if I'm better than every other gamer when it well, comes to that. Well, you obviously are Obviously. Her. But you know what I mean? It never. It wasn't a deal-breaker for me because I think the charm and the care that they put in the game... And the overall art direction, and it's just a really cool game. So, everyone should pick that one up. Give it a chance.
1: I, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm on Gamefly now. I think that there's a slew of good games coming out, but there's also going to be like this lull coming that I'm just, oh, you yeah. know, I'm going to need something. This summer has just been, it's, it feels like I'm re checking out old That's what I've been doing. Because it's, I've it's been playing Mortal, Mortal Kombat
0: fun. because uh, my PlayStation, this is actually a funny story. Uh, well, not for me. I was playing my PlayStation 3, and it was the original one. And, you know, you it's backwards compatible. And I was playing God of War 3 and I just defeated Zeus and I fell into the river of time, Thames, something like that. I forget what it's called, but you're swimming, you're losing all your powers. And then I'm going and then I happened to get an electric charge. I, forget, I don't know exactly the moment it was, what the power was or but electricity was involved. And as soon as I shot that, my PlayStation like blew up. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought power went out in my house. Because my TV turned off, too. But I have a Sony TV. If everything turns off, it turns off, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I went, nah, nah, whatever, I'll just turn it back on. I have to start over, and I just beat Zeus. I'm like, oh, whatever, it's only like an hour into the game. Oh, no, I just beat... Who's the water boss? Oh, uh, Poseidon. Poseidon, then I beat Zeus. and Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Zeus, and then the electricity, then it went out. So I went up, and I hit my PlayStation, went... it didn't even turn on. I was like, fuck. I was so mad. Uh, so I went to GameStop actually takes broken PlayStations. And since I had the older version, they're extremely yeah. valuable. And they took just took $40 off the, uh, the price of the system uh, to take it in because they have to refurbish it. But they still gave me $120 store credit. What I applied to a new PlayStation 3, which came with a free copy of Call of Duty Black Ops, so I basically got another controller, a free game, and a PlayStation. Are you for... playing Call of Duty? That's all right. Uh, for... <laughs> I pictured
1: you as the guy that would trade it in immediately. And... You know, I was, I
0: was really thinking about it, but, you know, it was a free game, and I always heard that as a cool game. And I actually think the story's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, you I mean, you're, you're running around and shooting people. I, To be honest,
1: I never beat the... I, I own it for the 360 because I play, I play online with a couple other people, mm-hmm. but that... I didn't get into the story on that one. No. And I never finished it up. I got into the online and I usually do this. I'll get really heavy into the online for like about four or five months and then I'll just peter off. Yeah. And, and you know, now we're now we're rounding the corner where we're looking at modern warfare three
0: And Battlefield and 3. Battlefield Three. I heard that's a big I obviously I don't follow this stuff, but I, I subscribe to Game Informer and I read stuff online every day. Yeah, it's a big it, deal. It, it's a big deal.
1: And 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 I think I don't know if, if all the people that I play with right now, because I think that they're, they're not gamers like I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I watch trailers, I read about this stuff, it's, it's, it's part of my life, you know? Um, I I don't see my clan that I play with on Xbox switching over. I think that they're they're just like the people that buy Madden every year, you know? Like, this yeah. is the game I buy every year, I'm gonna buy yeah. Call of Duty every year, and I I wanna switch it up this time. I think that this Battlefield looks amazing. And uh, I'm thinking about doing it on the PS3 so that I can nice. try a different, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll get a new clan going together. I think you, me, and Carson would... We should. we I enjoy mean, I mean, I'm that. down
0: to play. The problem is, is for some reason, I am terrible at first-person shooters. It's the one... Oh, don't worry. I suck at them, too. I love video games, <laughs> but I'm so bad at them, right? It's ridiculous. You know, like the genre, <laughs> I'm good at most genres of video games. I'm good at sports games. I'm really good at platforming. And Mortal Kombat, I destroy people in. Oh,
1: well, you're a hero. Yeah, <laughs> but, but when
0: it comes to first-person shooters, I am terrible. And it's not the controls. I, I think my problem with those games is I have such a gung-ho attitude that I just go in guns blazing. And you have to really learn that you can't do that in those games. You can't just expose yourself constantly and i i
1: think that i i suffer from the same problem and and call of duty is what I've been playing and call of duty i think more so than battlefield you get you can just really be that running gun player and just mm-hmm. i mean you'll have, you'll rack up just as many kills as you do deaths or or maybe even more deaths so mm-hmm. because you're you're just kamikaze like that and I hear with battlefield there is a little bit more you know you want to try and play as a team and stuff like that and i I don't know i it the the visuals and what, what I've seen on this game just look spectacular and I think I just might try something different this time.
0: Awesome. So now that we've kind of segued into that, Joe, you have prepared stuff for us today ah. and I'm, I'm <laughs> excited. I, I love it. Um, so before yeah. we do that, Joe, we should really talk about your barbecue sauce. <laughs> this is an awesome time to do a commercial for barbecue sauce. The proud sponsor of Real Nerds is... Birdman Barbecue. Birdman Barbecue. And what is Birdman Barbecue, Joe? Birdman Barbecue is a barbecue sauce company
1: that uh, started by my wife's uh, father, uh, so my father-in-law. And it was a sauce created... Uh, I think it's been handed down two to three generations now, and nice. it, it was originally Pampa's Barbecue. Now it's now it's called Birdman Barbecue. Okay, you
0: just you got rid of the Pam Paws. Yeah. because um, I don't know if on our previous podcast you heard the commercial I did for it. I I was trying to like <laughs> great commercial. <laughs> but I don't know. Like. I, I said no. I think he's changing it, but I don't know if he is. And I don't know the story. I know it was um, a grandfather. I didn't know it was that far back though. So it's it, a it used to be like
1: something that they were doing on like the roadside selling barbecue. Really? Side, so
0: yeah. let me ask you this. So they. Does Jay bottle it in... Jay is your father-in-law. Does he... Bottle it in his house?
1: We, we actually. Uh,
0: or how does this. Because we're just prepared. Please because we're me. selling it mass now. We don't just yes. do it in,
1: in the kitchen. Yeah. We've actually got real labels and everything we sell today's hardwares Do you um, really? We do. Actually, the one here in Lakewood. You can go in there and pick up Birdman. You know I'm going to right now. You should. Uh, but we, we actually go to. Uh, uh, there's a, a hot sauce guy here in Colorado. His name's Danny Cash, number one hot sauce maker in Colorado. And he lets us, we rent out his kitchen because it's commercial and everything is sterile. Oh, nice. Very, very professional so that there's nothing, you know, free agents that that will come into the sauce. that could possibly come in from a kitchen.
0: Oh, sorry to interrupt. Do you have recipes? Obviously, you have recipes for this. And does Jay just go in there and make them or does he trust people to make the barbecue sauce? No, he's
1: always there. And he's already got, like, all the spices and stuff like that pre... Oh, Rebatched up, so
0: so so there's no you, you I it's still proprietary, don't you don't want to, you don't want somebody else to get that, right? Nah. Exactly. I, mean, I still
1: don't know what goes into the sauce. I mean, I know a couple of the base ingredients, but the real spices, the things that make it such a robust, tasty sauce, I, I don't know those. Wow, things, so. that's
0: awesome. Because, yeah. um, I'm not just saying this because you're one of my best friends, I'm being honest here. That barbecue sauce is money, yeah, and it's probably because I married my wife, absolutely, <laughs> and it, uh, I'll tell this to uh, the loyal listeners of real nerds right now. That you should really go out and get this. Can you order it online yet?
1: We we still need to work on a website. I'm gonna sweet talk Brad. I gotta I gotta talk to this guy and see if we can do it because he 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 designed mocked up a great site that I would love to use. We just need to we just need to update it and we cool. need to get we and we need to figure out a way to take credit card orders over the internet.
0: There there's a way to do These it. These interwebs, know. man, they're they're complicated. You, <laughs> But you know, go to Ace. Heart. Is it the only one in Lakewood? Is where you can get it? No,
1: we're. I mean, we're in Highlands Ranch. We're all over the place. And even if 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 you uh, go to Ruff's Barbecue in, uh, in 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 uh, in Applewood there, which is by the old bowling. Yeah. Area, they, they they sell a full run of our stuff. We're actually making a rub now too, which hopefully we'll be carrying on the store too. Because
0: even the meat that he makes is amazing. Yeah. So that's awesome. So now it's just Birdman's Barbecue. I can now say that and. Um, and that's that's cool because I really like that you guys it's good and I'm not saying that again because you're my friend it's uh, you know I love going up there and tasting your stuff and I love going over to his house and he has a barbecue and
1: always a good time yeah and and it's always and I a good mean, time he's he's the grill master I'm more of a pitch man I sell it I make it I just I'm not as good on the grill as he is you know but I'm passionate about this and, and that's, that's
0: good and you know the Part of it—that's half a thousand. You guys are already doing grassroots marketing. If you can establish a base in Colorado, then you can branch out, sure. and that's that's the big thing.
1: We're actually going to get our Colorado Proud label on there too. Nice. I think that, that I think that a lot of people do like that, and I mean, I take a lot of pride in Colorado, and I think that you do. You're wearing right
0: a Colorado hat right now.
1: Colorado hat right now. Yep.
0: <laughs> no, that's awesome. So yeah, so Birdman Barbecue Sauce, eat it, eat it. I'm back on the sauce, baby. Yeah. Those clever catchphrases are from this guy. And I own t-shirts that say it, so. <laughs> and you can buy t-shirts from us too. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And so. That's awesome. I wanted to get the story right, you know, that's that wonderful. now that you're on here and we'll we'll pimp it out. Much appreciated. Pimp I it love out. the
1: this chicken tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was good.
0: <laughs> that's uh, those those are our awesome attempts at commercials. Um but that was a real one and brought to you by the real man at Birdman Barbecue.
1: Smokin' Joe. Smoke and Joe.
0: <laughs> So give it a shot. Go to your local Ace, if you live in Colorado, and pick some up.
1: Or hit me up on Facebook, too. I mean, we're we're trying to get as many likes on Birdman Barbecue's Facebook as we can. Every 100, or actually every 50 that we get, we're going to do an auction off for for a barbecue bucket. And we are, I think, four likes away from being at a 100 fans.
0: And is this random?
1: yeah we yep and, and so so, I better so, win it next time so so I mean even if you signed up and you were the second person to sign up you still have a chance on every single drawing to to win a bucket so I awesome mean, yeah so go on
0: Facebook and like Birdman barbecue you can find out all their events are doing you're doing one next week correct or in two weeks in, I'm sorry
1: we're we're gonna be competing in the Parker uh like their it's it's their brew and barbecue thing over Labor Day weekend um, I personally won't be at this one, but but uh, Jay is going to be cooking up some meats for competition, and I'm pretty sure he'll be selling sauce there, too. We usually awesome. give out sausage samples so that you can taste it, really find out if you like our spicy, our original blend. I say you buy them both.
0: Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm i a big fan of spicy, so I'm, I dig the spicy. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I'm feeling not as spicy, I still take... Uh, the Regular and I add a little spicy in it, anyways, mm-hmm. just so I don't get the full, robust, awesome flavor of the spicy. Yeah,
1: I like to cook with the original and have the and then rub on the spicy at the end just to nice. get a little bit of extra pop
0: to it. Awesome! So, hey, Ace Hardware, Birdman Barbecue, pick some up. It is represent delicious. Yeah, thanks, man. Anyways, welcome back to Video Game Edition of Real Nerds. Um, Joe, what do you have for us today? Well, I got a question for you, man. So, yeah.
1: uh, I've been playing your copy of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 mm-hmm. recently, and great game. Really, really having a good time with it. Wish the roster was a little bit bigger, but then <laughs> we get Capcom's announcement. I think what is it, like six months later that they're releasing Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate. Yeah. And we're getting more characters, a lot more characters. Oh, wow. uh, I think it's
0: sixteen, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a lot bigger game at a smaller price point too. I think they're releasing it at thirty nine ninety nine. It's good. You um, know, they
0: did that with Super Street Fighter Four, I think that's a good thing. But
1: how does that make you feel as a guy that spent sixty dollars <laughs> on the on the game when because
0: I mean we all were craving a Marvel vs Capcom. Yeah, Capcom. Yeah, the... yeah. yeah, I'm okay with it. You know, will hey, you buy the ultimate for it? Probably not. Because, you know, the one character I'm always waiting for that they never put in the game is the Green Goblin. I'm always waiting for the Green Goblin in those in games. Point. And i think you can download those characters. I don't know how much they cost. I'll see the cost differential if it costs too much, then maybe I'll take my old one and trade it in and get it really
1: i I haven't heard if you can do the download. I think that this might be just like they did with Super Street Fighter, and it's you gotta buy a new hard copy of huh. this game, yeah. I think that it's, that's fleecing a little yeah, bit. I it really, is. Th- and especially. I think that it's in poor taste to do it so soon after your hit launch of Marvel vs Capcom 3. Me personally, I didn't buy it. I've been borrowing your copy yeah. and, and enjoying that. I'm thinking, you know, like if 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 this is it, then I, I will probably go out and buy this one for 40 bucks. Why not? Yeah. I mean, it's a great game, especially at that price point. But for somebody like you that's already bought it, I don't, yeah, it I don't know if there's a value in that. Or, or I mean, you go trade your old copy in, and you're going to get. 10 bucks yeah exactly if you're <laughs> lucky for it because they got a new one coming out five months later that just completely ruined yeah, the value of your
0: game it did you know it's that, that's the thing that is a bummer because I mean there is a couple editions of Uncharted 2 but it didn't come out for a while and it's the uh, you know the game of the year edition which is basically just more multiplayer maps but yeah it sucks but too I'm looking at I don't know if there's a character on there that I really, I'm really looking forward to playing as in the ultimate roster I think Ghost Rider looks cool but other than that, I don't. There's no character that I look at and I say, "Oh, cool! That's someone I really have to play as."
1: I think I think that for me, as as an, as a, like I said again, for somebody that hasn't bought the game yet, I think that just the addition of more characters, more options, you mm-hmm. know, um, Hawkeye, I, yeah, Ghost Rider looks like a lot of fun. I think, um, and but. I think that there's a good value if you haven't bought the game. If, if you if you if you've got it, man, I I think that that kind of sucks that they did that to you. I think that feels like Left for Dead when Left for Dead Two came out. It was a year later, and they didn't release any DLC for Left for Dead One. When yeah. you had that, I think that most of that second game could have been a DLC for it, and 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 you could have been supporting that IP instead of fleecing your customers Ex- again. Exp-
0: you know, that's the thing, too, that's a little irksome about it, is because if it's five months releasing that many characters, that means they already made them. Yeah. And they're just waited yeah. initially, and that's what sucks. It's not... Mortal Kombat had f- um, four additional characters. Well, five, because I have Kratos. But, um, but they released them, like, four months after the game came out. So, you know, they were... I'm, I'm sure they had most of them ready, but they're still tweaking them and getting them ready. And that doesn't seem as bad to me, where it's... DLC. But again, that's
1: DLC. I think that that's fine. I think that right. even if you've got all that stuff pre-made, you know, because mm-hmm. you want, I mean, say for instance, in the, at, at the last Mass Effect DLC, it was a good DLC and it's going to really draw in, in part three, but they obviously did this later because mm-hmm. Seth Green, you know, when, when you see Joker in there, Seth Green isn't voicing him. He just is a silent character. Mm-hmm. They, you know that they didn't do that right away with it. Where, if they would, where a exactly. lot of these games, I think that they do have all that stuff planned out, and here's your sporadic... You know, yeah. uh, releasing, which I'm fine with because it keeps that game relevant for a longer time and it's going to keep it on your shelf for a longer time. If you're, if, in most cases, it's just multiplayer maps, which, yeah. which, you know, for $15 multiplayer map on Call of Duty, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, see, that, that's and, what
0: I thought too. You know, they, people were saying that the MK characters are a ripoff. I don't think it's that bad for $5, you get um, different costumes for a couple characters. You get the character that has all the fatalities, a story, and I don't think that's that bad. Five dollars. Yeah, I
1: mean, especially if you're into the game. I think that those things for you, absolutely I, I bought so many stupid things for Mass Effect two, just outfits and, and new weapons and stuff like that. Just to yeah. for a new experience in the game. How much does an
0: outfit cost on Mass Effect Two? I,
1: I think that you buy them in like bundles and I think it's I, I, I wanna say roughly like two hundred Microsoft points or like hundred and sixty I'm shooting from the hip there. I don't know for sure. But I mean, why does Microsoft do
0: points? Why don't they just do dollar amounts? I don't know.
1: I I think to confuse me, I'm like, I'm sitting here with a random 160, and I'm like, all I can do is buy like a Harry Potter outfit for my avatar. What you
0: you know? (laughs) know, The one thing I don't like about the PSN network, though, is I have to put money in my wallet to buy something. Yeah. Why can't I just buy
1: it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then
0: it's funny because everything ends in 99, but you can't put 99 charge on your card. So it's like $5. So a character in Mortal Kombat is four ninety nine. I have to put five dollars in my wallet, so right now I have four cents in my PlayStation wallet. What am I going to do with that? After I buy a hundred things, yeah, I'll, then... <laughs> I'll have a dollar, and I could get—I don't know—a well Mega done. Man suit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, um, another question that because you you play most everything on your PS3, right? You don't have a three hundred and sixty. I don't more, have you? a three hundred and sixty. Um, so do they do they have Hulu Plus on your PS3?
0: I don't know. Have I don't you even tried look. It? I haven't look.
1: We we recently got rid of cable at my house. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean... It...
0: You know what? I read, um, an on, uh, <laughs> I read an article on... uh Peruge. I read an article on... Who, Whose who is it? <laughs> Whatever she knows. Um, at
1: least it's a good ringtone for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: You know what kills me about my wife is I told her I was doing a podcast and why is she calling me? So that that oh, awesome you know Tone could... Re- I, she might actually have to talk to me. Sorry. Two seconds. Uh, Brad, can edit this up? She's getting her eyes appointment. She might need information from me for the insurance. Take your time, man. Brad, edit this part out, not like you have the last couple times we haven't edited it out. Yeah, please really edit Jerk! This. God! <laughs> you know what? And he's missing his fourth week in a row of our podcast, because he's taking some girl out. What a jerk. Chicks, dude. Chicks. Oh,
1: my, <laughs> my phone not having service. My, my house is a freaking cave, too, man. Sorry about that.
0: Oh, but it ran right here. Dude, it sucks, AT&T the worst. Do
1: you want to call her from my phone?
0: If my uh... If I didn't have such a sweet iPhone, then <laughs> yeah. who would be? That's right.
1: <laughs> Darn my wife! Oh wait,
0: she actually needs something. <laughs> I should care. <laughs> and we're back. You know, uh, back where you were, I was reading an article on CNN.com mm-hmm. that cable sales have plummeted because people think they're worthless, which pretty much they are because they don't offer anything you really want to watch, and and you know you're paying hundred bucks a month. Me, I like watching Rockies games and stuff, and so I, I keep That's it. That's the only
1: thing that has been that I've been missing is sports. Yeah. The only thing I've been missing. Exactly. Because we, I mean, here's, here's what we did. We downgraded to just the thing where you plug the cable into the back of the TV. All of a sudden, I've got some high def channels, like Channel 9 and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like my local channels. All of them I've got in a, in a high def station. I still have access to the Discovery Channel, and I still have access to TBS so I can watch Conan, which is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but outside of that, it's all Christian and Spanish Ch- uh, channels yeah. and Christian Spanish channels, hmm. and 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 I mean we're talking nearly fifty channels still of just that garbage, and 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 part of my my problem with with regular cable was there was so much of that that I just yeah. I skip past I don't care about Lifetime, I don't yeah I watch maybe five
0: channels and my wife watches those stupid reality shows that I cannot stand. She'll grow out of that, man. It's I, okay. sh- <laughs> all day I hope and pray she watches the Real Wives of I don't even know what. There's like six of them, and then there. I love Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm. and there's some show on Bravo, Lifetime, chick shit, bold fucking shit. Um, um, just gave it to you, and so, anyways, it's this lady. She goes to salons that are tanking, and she tries to fix them by being mean, but she's not as cool as Gordon Ramsay. So she just comes across as like some cheap imitation of Gordon Ramsay for salons. For fine. salons, yeah, which is totally lame. Anyways, uh, so Hulu Plus, <laughs> so, 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 yeah, I, had, I actually.
1: This is this is gonna be my bitch session real quick. So i I've, I've got the, we decided we were gonna try a free month on the Xbox Live, and I I was I was you know we could watch old episodes. You know I don't have a TiVo anymore, so it's like I can watch old episodes of The Office and and things like that that were streaming from last season or the League. I can mm-hmm. watch all that stuff. My selection is so limited on here. So many things are—you are, got to still go watch them on the computer. And um, every time I try to start something up, like the Colbert Report or the or the Daily Show, always status code eight zero zero eight zero one. I can't watch a single show. Yesterday I tried watching six different, completely different shows on my Xbox, and it won't do it. It always—it's ah. buffering, and then it'll stop. Like any Daily Show, I start up. It goes—you know—like July twenty fourth, two thousand eleven and then it stops and it's buffering and then it will it'll kick out that and sucks. it tells me to test my connection where I just got done watching all your streaming commercials and stuff <laughs> like that and, and if I go back out and test my connection it says, hey, you're fine, you're logged on to Xbox You know, I, I am just furious with this and there's, and, and there's no real good place to complain on their website I'm just going to have to drop them and, and I think that really sucks but on a higher note just just on talking about TV on game consoles real quick you can get the MLB network on your PS3 so you can huh. start watching those baseball games, all of them basically, on there. Um, I like Root Sports, though. It's got a good yeah. feel to it. But anyways, and now they've, they're releasing the NFL season ticket, Sunday season ticket on, on there, but at almost like a $400 price point. Wow. So, I mean, I don't know how that compares to DirecTV, but I mean, like, those are two things that, because what I've missed is sports, and I've always wanted to have that Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. These are things that I'm actually kind of, cons- sports-wise is what I'm considering. I'm dropping Hulu. You know, Hulu sucks.
0: Hulu. Um, Fuck Hulu. <laughs> that's uh, our other podcaster James mm-hmm. he hates he stopped watching Hulu because it'd be the same commercial after every break continuously he just he said it got really annoying mm-hmm. um, you know I, I've I've said this before I'm not a big fan of streaming not a big fan I'm not a big fan of uh, when the PlayStation Network got hacked you got two free games and I'm not a big fan of not having physical copies of things because stuff like that can happen where you're trying to stream something it won't come on if I want to watch Gay Witch Hunt on The Office, I can go in my room and pick up the DVD with it on there, put it in and watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan. My wife is getting to that point, too, where she doesn't buy CDs anymore. She just downloads them. And she downloads them like crazy. And unfortunately, all the ones she's downloading are Glee soundtracks. But whatever, I don't have to listen or to really them. A
1: dramatic eye roll, if you could see it. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was, I was telling her the
0: other day, she was uh, getting ready and I could hear, um, I don't even remember what song it was. But I went in there and I said, Laura, why did you just buy the original version of this song? It kicks so
1: much ass. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> just, I like the Glee version more. Am I really the auto tune version? But whatever, it's her thing. I, I could say she's spending my money on it, which she is, but. <laughs> it's, but when, 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 when you're married? It, it, doesn't, yeah, even it doesn't matter, matter anymore. Because you know what? Uh, the other day I went in and I bought a Spider Man comic I didn't have, and it was like $30. So, I mean, it's really. Five for five, you know, what are you going to
1: do? Uh, yeah, when you start getting into the subject of how you and your wife spend money, I mean, me and
0: my wife too. It's you know what? Like, it's just, you're done. Wash your hands. Hey, wash your hands. hands. <laughs> you know, $45 eye cream? Sure. Whatever suits your fancy. Whatever suits your fancy. Because you know what? It's an argument that's not worth it and you're not going to win. Hey, two married guys here. Yeah. <laughs> are we the only ones of our friend? I think I'm the only one of, you're the only one of my big friends, big friends, the only one of my close friends that's married.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, you're the only person that I hang out with on like a real regular basis and stuff like that, that huh. that's married so you and I can gripe about
0: women and just being right. husbands and how but you know what makes <laughs> my wife cool is she'll sit and watch me play games she won't say anything to me about playing games
1: yeah my my wife's super cool about it too I, I mean there's, there's times where she's like I just want to read go ahead and play a game yeah or my like wife that. does the same and, thing and she I, I mean we gotta connect she's stupid but um, we've gotta connect so she actually my wife loves playing like the workout games and stuff really? like that on there and and uh I think I'm going to download Fruit Ninja on there for her. She'll, she'll probably play stuff like that. But, I mean, for the most part, she's really cool with me and my gaming habits. Yeah, so is my
0: wife. I, the the only game she doesn't like me playing is MLB The Show. Yeah. Because she doesn't like baseball anyways. And when you play Road to The Show, you're, you literally only play sp- specific parts of the game. Because you only do parts that involve your guy you're playing. Because you mm. have to get him to the major league. So, I'm a second baseman. So, you know, maybe one or two plays every three innings up to bat. Three innings and some games I might just pinch run which is the most boring so I always try to steal the first time I get and if I'm thrown out I don't care and uh, so she just gets annoyed and then she gets mad because for Mortal Kombat I turn it up to like really loud yeah yeah, yeah she says it's not too bad until you play Shao Kahn because when you play Shao Kahn because you have to you really can't fight Shao Kahn hand-to-hand you have to find a, like a weakness each character plays differently, so you have to play him differently so the first time you play him usually unless i'm sonya blade for some reason i destroy with her uh i know right did i tell you i got the most amazing the hardest to get trophy in mortal Kombat with sonya blade without even trying
1: yeah you did tell me um
0: but so you have to figure it out so basically you're do. chao khan does this "Ah, ah, ah," and then he starts taunting and then it's just continuously and and you have to hit chao Kahn so much that she just she wants no part of it,
1: I, and I, 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 that's where I wish that they did like more with sound and stuff like that. It yeah. gave, gave it a little bit more option because I think that it's the person that's sitting shotgun to your experience that starts getting really annoyed with yeah. that. And I notice, you know, like even if I'm playing a part of Uncharted where they're talking a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you have to replay that section over, yeah. and they have to redo all that dialogue again. If I play that part over and over and over, my wife just goes, "Seriously, dude, can you beat this thing already? <laughs> yeah, what <totally> the hell's <laughs> your problem? <laughs> give me the goddamn controller. <laughs> Look, this, hit these sticks here. Do that." Look, I got you through it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kelsey. (laughs) There's a shooting part coming up. Can you help with that too? (laughs) Yeah, but um, Dead Island is coming out soon. Yeah, and we're both huge zombie fans. Is this on your radar at all? It is totally.
0: Remember, I sent you that uh, trailer for it a while ago. And I thought the trailer was very interesting. And gorgeous. I mean, just amazing trailer. I haven't seen one like that in a long time. You know, that's cool that it got you really excited for the game because um, I remember when that trailer came out, I was on IGN and I was clicking on it, and they said, Yeah, this is a really cool trailer. You know, I'll check it out. And it was really interesting, interesting take on it. And as I. I know more about the gameplay. It's different than I th- it would it's expect. It's not at all. It's kind of I like mean, a Left 4 Dead first person.
1: Yeah, it's a first person, first person hack and slash. Yeah, which, which to, to this date, nobody's done well, in my opinion. I mean, when you yeah. like when you go up in like a Fallout game or something like that, and you're trying to use melee. Ow! <laughs> Sorry about that microphone. And you're trying to melee attacks.
0: It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't
1: feel natural. It feels like, I don't know, like you're not hitting anything, mm-hmm. and apparently they've got it really well done on this it's you know the, yeah. the, the hit detection is really well done you still need to take them out with brain hits but hitting limbs gives you different points and stuff i um i I kind of I, I don't know if my steam is a little bit burnt out on it just because i was expecting something so much deeper with, yeah me too with, like in a story realm me with, too with with the, how dramatic that that trailer was me too and I don't think that it's delivering that. I think that the characters that that, that you see on here are really generic. You got your hip hop guy, you know, that's yo yo yeah, yo. and You
0: know, reading about it, uh, uh, that's the biggest concern. I was on, um, it's on G4 dot com. I oh, don't know one of the websites. They said, yeah, and like the people who do the, like the voiceover work are Australians or something like that, trying to do American accents and things like that. And, they and said it's, it's
1: all stereotypes, apparently, yeah. like of of what they think. Like our urban hip hop guy should be like, yeah. and just the fact that they're doing it like that instead of actually taking the time to develop. And maybe I'm wrong. I haven't touched this game at all. Uh, apparently, like a lot of a, a lot of sites, they they gave a lot of um, like reviewers like a, a one hour play. You get you get to play the entire game for one hour, as much as you can get through in one hour, and you can try that hour over and over and over. And apparently, it's it's huge. There's a lot to do. There's a lot of fun to be had with it. I just wonder if it's going to have that kind of staying power because, I mean, I got burnt out on Left 4 Dead you know, only having like four stages the Mm multiplayer got kind of boring for me Um, and is this the same thing to you? I mean...
0: Yeah, you know, it's... I'm probably still going to get it um, because I like zombies I did recently finally buy Dead Rising 2 I'd never purchased it before because um, to me, I like... I love Zombieland. It's one of my favorite zombie movies. Oh, great. But I have a hard time sometimes when they try to take it too comedic. Um, And that's what I felt when I was watching um, trailers and stuff for Dead Rising 2. But I eventually got it, and it's fun. My big problem with it loads constantly. And I think that's so ghetto for a PlayStation 3 title and an Xbox title if it has to constantly load.
1: Did you play the first one? Uh,
0: Dead Rising? Barely.
1: I bought that one when I first got my Xbox, and the thing that I I really... The hordes of zombies were great. Yeah, that I mean, was that's like, what's like, cool. that was really neat. You know, getting to just you know try and make your way through hordes of zombies with whatever you could find to get through it. Those things were really neat. But I hated if you did die, there wasn't any kind of like pick up and resume. I mean, you yeah. could go back to that save house and save, but it seemed like you're always like I was doing that flying over the city part, yeah. you know, taking pictures over and over yeah. and over again. And, and finally, I was like, I don't care about this game, and I really don't care if I see the end of it it's it's going away
0: yeah (laughs) yeah this one fixed that i mean you have to your daughter's infected with the zombie virus and so they found a way to not cure it but suppress it so you have to constantly go back into the mall and locate this zombie medicine every 24 hours so you're constantly going through and i mean that's cool and you have to save by going in the bathroom and you can create some really cool weapons and I like the hordes in it. But yeah, so I'll always try zombie things because I think they're interesting.
1: I'm wondering if it's worth the $60 price Yeah, me too. I mean, really, at, that, at this point in the game, I mean, when, when you can only buy a certain number of games, and we're looking at, I mean, like the games that I wrote down here to talk about Dead Island, Uncharted 3, Batman Arkham City, Deus Ex, Zelda Skyward Sword, Bioshock Infinite... You know, and then and then and then me personally, I'm actually looking forward to uh, uh, the Skyrim game, the new Bethesda mm-hmm. uh, one that they're putting out. And I've never played any of the Oblivion Morrowind games or anything like that before, but for some reason, this one looks good to me. And I'm not an Assassin Creed fan, but that one's coming out too. Which, yeah. These this is this is a huge yeah. list of of stellar games that that are coming out, and I and. I'm dead, dead island for me at this point. If it was, if it was more like that trailer that I saw, yeah, I might be, it might be higher up. On I the think list, so but.
0: too. One of my biggest pet peeves with the two new Resident Evils, Resident Evil Four is brilliant. Don't get me wrong, um but Resident Evil Five is it like went so action oriented. It really took away from the feel of Resident Evil games, where you know you're alone, you're being overrun. I mean, initially it's zombies, and it turns into hunters and things like that. I think that's the pacing of the games really changed, and I think it took the horror element out of them. Well, I think adding co-op to that,
1: that takes the horror element exactly.
0: out of it. Exactly, and where, I think Resident Evil 5 is a fun game, but to me it seemed like Gears of War, yeah. where you're covering and yeah. shooting, and and so, I, I and that's when I saw Dead Island too. Even the too. look to it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. not that you mention it, I mean, yeah. like, it's
1: got that grainy, sandy, yeah. Gears of War look. You're absolutely right. I didn't feel Resident Evil Five near as much. I loved four. No four I, is an I bought awesome four game. so many times. I don't think I'll buy it again on my PS3 because <laughs> I okay. bought it so many times and and I've I've really experienced I think really everything that I could experience with it. I don't think that adding, you know, like some textures and stuff like that are going to make that no. game any better for me. And really, the PS2 version of it was that the was best amazing. I ever played.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I only had it on GameCube, and then um, maybe a year ago I got it on. PS2, I can't play it anymore, but I love that you could play Ada Wong, and I love that they fleshed out the story a little more. It was great.
1: That's a great game. It really was, and I loved Code Veronica. I mean, as far as one of those with the tank controllers, I played that one through to the end. Yeah. And which I couldn't say about any previous Resident Evil. That one, I actually, I, I really enjoyed the opening cutscene. I remember seeing. Yeah. Claire. Oh gosh, Leonardo (laughs) DiCaprio ripoff, man. Yeah, that was
0: sad, wasn't it? (laughs) <laughs> uh, going to your uh, next one you have on your list Uncharted 3 oh my gosh
1: did you play any of the multiplayer uh, beta on I that I didn't you kind of missed out man yeah but- I, 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 and I only played it three different times mm-hmm. and, I, I, and that's not what's going to sell that game for me at all but because it's really about the story but it was a lot of fun. And they, and they, they I mean, the one where you, you're, you're either playing as drakes on, on a plane mm-hmm. or something like that and, the, and you've got the bad guys trying to get up on there and you're trying to suppress them back or even playing the other way where you're the bad guys trying to get on the plane and you got all these drakes trying to keep you back. It was just a lot of
0: fun. Yeah, this is the snob in me coming out, but I don't play Uncharted games for multiplayer. No, I
1: don't either. I don't, and, and I won't buy it for that. But. Yeah,
0: you know, and that's uh, again, it goes back to so many games now. You want multiplayer? They want to have maps because they obviously they want people to play it more. But uh I'm glad. I mean, Uncharted does have a huge first one player experience, and that's why I mean I should have played it because I mean I want to play the game so bad, and. Uh, I, I remember actually what really got me into Uncharted. I, I didn't play the first one, I actually got the first one just before the second one was released.
1: Well, you let me borrow the first one. Yeah. I've never played the first one. And
0: what really got me into it is um, because, you know, obviously it's the first game of the series, so the beginning of it's more of a tutorial mm-hmm. where, you know, you're figuring out the controls, you know, what does each button do. And then he goes on to this um, submarine. I won't tell you where it's at because it'll really ruin it, but you're in a submarine maybe an hour into the game, maybe less. And he gets out, and as he, as he comes up, uh, there's another treasure hunter there. And it reminded me a lot of Indiana Jones and uh, Belloc, mm-hmm. where they lie. And uh, what really sold me on the character and him is, I forget the name of the, the dude for some reason. He goes down to help him up, and uh, Drake says, yeah, you asshole. And it just the way he said it and the way the game really started to suck me into it, I'm like, okay, I can get into this world big time and then ever since I've been a huge Uncharted fan and the opening scene in 2 where you're on the train I think is amazing what a great
1: way to start the game I mean and, it, and I don't felt like it, it, it slowed pace
0: no and then when you get a little over halfway in the game and you're on that train and you know it ends badly mm-hmm. and you keep on fighting you know those huge the helicopters and all those guys and and, and, and the train part of that yeah. game
1: I mean was just so mind blowing I mean it is yeah spectacular
0: and then you have Batman Arkham City I'm really I was a huge actually Batman Arkham Asylum cracked my top 10 favorite games of all time
1: it was great wasn't it because
0: one I really superhero games for some reason they just leave so much to be desired but you, they have ones every once in a while that break through that Spider are really Man good 2 I
1: thought was a Spider good, Man two was, is, was a good one good.
0: but I mean the, even after that there
1: hasn't been a lot of Spider-Mans that I've been no. really. Shattered
0: Dimensions is great by the way it sounded really stupid but it's actually pretty good Um,
1: I'll give it a shot I'm sure I try try pretty much every freaking Spider-Man game that comes through but since 2
0: yeah and I'll tell you honestly uh, but Batman Arkham is a city I'm really looking forward to but I'll tell you I was I almost didn't buy Shattered Dimensions because you know I'm obviously a huge Spider-Man fan and I'll try everything Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man I was there it's Web of Shadows was I forget the name of the one that had Wolverine and Venom in it was it Web of Shadows? Oh
1: yeah, Web of Shadows. Was it
0: Web of Shadows, yeah, or is that think, the new one coming out?
1: I I think it was Web of Shadows. I th- Whatever. What's what? The, what's the new one coming out called? It's, it's with with. It's got Spider-Man yeah. Spider Man two thousand ninety nine and. Is that that's not Dimensions because it's it yeah. Shadow Dimensions. It's something else. I Whatever.
0: I can't remember. Anyways, um, that one came out and I never played because it, it got terrible reviews. But I finally buckled when it went down to twenty four dollars or something. I said, you know what, twenty four dollars Spider Man game. I'll play it. I'll give it a chance. And it starts out it's okay. You you st- it starts out and this is how much I this is how much I hated this game. And I, and the, so you start out and you're fighting Venom and Venom's picking up and throwing cars at you. I'm like, "Oh, this is kind of cool, you know. You have to catch the cars and throw them back at Venom and that's kind of interesting. You know, it's what you have to do to stop Venom." And then uh when you he gets hit by um I don't know if it, I can remember if it's shield, but his, his symbiote disperses and then a whole bunch of symbiotes come from outer space. And so you're running up the side of the building and you're beating them up I'm like, okay, this is kind of hokey, but I can get into it. And and but then I started playing the swinging and the running up the walls controls and they were so poorly conceived that I would be like swinging off the building and then I'd have to swing back on. And the- and,
1: and at this point in the game, why don't we have that right? Exactly. I mean, why why aren't those controls? Because I mean, we've been building Spider-Man games for years. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So then you finally drop down and you defeat Venom, you ve- defeat these symbiotes, and Mary Jane happens to get caught in the crossfire of you fighting Venom, and so she's, this is how stupid it is, she's picked up by paramedics, and she says, Peter, and he's in a Spider-Man costume, um, I got this for your birthday, and she reaches from the gurney, like, to the side of her, for you listening, I am doing an amazing rendition of this. And it looks good. And she pulls out this goofy present, she says, happy birthday, Peter and I'm like why is she calling him Peter when he's Spider-Man where is she pulling this thing from and it was so poorly executed and with the character that I turned the game off then I took it in and I said oh this game's broken like like, oh you know I'll just take store credit because I don't know what I want yeah that's how stupid that game was and I was and that was maybe 10 minutes in the game I didn't even give it another shot because I am not going to sit there and be talked down to as a Spider-Man fan and have to deal with terrible controls. Right. If you have a property like Spider-Man or like Batman, you should treat it with respect.
1: And, and and really, they just haven't found a development team that will do it. I mean, what Rocksteady did with Batman... Absolutely. And, and I mean, like they, they created this... It's not even just about being Batman, but it's about the environment. And yeah, exactly. Like, like you felt when you played Bioshock. I mean, it was less about you as a character and and that, but it was the world that you're in. Exactly. You, and know? you know,
0: that's I, I was so I was really hesitant about Shattered Dimensions. Super hesitant. One because I thought the story sounded retarded. You know, you're playing four different Spider-Man, Matt and Web. You have to go over the whatever, whatever, whatever. But then um, I booted it up and. I was playing it, and then Neil Patrick Harris as Spider Man was money, and so he's funny, and he has all the quips of Peter Parker. And then I start playing the game, and the game's really fun. Hmm. I'm like, cool. And then you play as Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and his controls are different. And then Spider Man Noir, oh dude, brilliant.
1: And I and I heard that. I mean, like, I heard that that one was the best one to play as because I mean, like, it just it brought something different to the table. Yeah,
0: and because when you're sneaking around as Spider Man, it's dark, and that's why that game's rated teen for sure, close to mature. I've never. I really should read the Spider Man Noir comics. I wasn't really interested in them, but now I am because I played the game. But the dude who does the Spider Man voice for Spider Man Noir was the guy who did Spider Man when we were kids in the
1: oh, Saturday really?
0: cartoon. You know? Yeah. So, but he does it with intensity. Like you can tell it's him, but it's it, he's more intense and it's it's badass. And the characterization of the Vulture, where he's like a cannibal and he eats people, and he he's just deformed. He's a circus freak that eats people. And Norman Osborn the Goblin and it gives them people to eat and you have to track him. It's a really does, does it keep the vulture young
1: to eat him, or? Uh, no,
0: he's he's a, just a hideous looking dude really? and okay. and it's I mean there's parts where he jumps on you and you have to like fight him off and it, and they switch to this first person person perspective and it, you'd think it'd be really stupid like you were saying but it's cool because it's like a boxing match then and then it, then you shoot back out and you have to do Spider Man's web swinging and. Uh, and it was cool because each kind of character. I think how they made it work is, so their first one you start off you fight Craven the Hunter, but you have to go to the Savage Land where you're fighting, like lions and tigers, and then Craven at the end, and then who's,
1: who's one of my least favorite? Oh, dude, yeah. The only reason he's good <laughs> is
0: because he has one great story. Yeah, one great yeah. story. And
1: uh, I think this. Is, I think that. I mean, at this point though, if you're gonna do. One of these games, you need to—I mean, like, like do that noir thing, yeah. Like, because you are adding some more realistic sneak elements and a lot of the things that Arkham Asylum brought to the table. You know, it's using your environment more than just to swing off of or exactly. to climb walls. And, and what stuff.
0: I think why Arkham's so well-received and why I liked it so much is because it's the first one that says, you know what? That is Batman. Mm-hmm. And you never and it, didn't feel like you were... I mean, you could take on a gang of guys and you felt like Batman taking them on. And it never... I mean, at first I was like, this is just going to be a button masher. And it never felt no, like a button No, even though masher. there's only two buttons that control your actions, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Because, I, you know, I try to get all the trophies and doing the Riddler stuff. And, I mean, there's some parts in that game where it's tricky. Uh, the one that always comes to mind is, I forget where you're at, but there's... Like twelve guards and they're on three different levels, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to take out specific guards at specific times, or you're just going to be screwed. Do you remember
1: that like rotating? Oh yeah, part two. I mean, like that was the only part of that game. Wait, no, did... oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking that the, on the rotating room. I'm sorry, that was God of War three. <laughs> I was thinking well, about a different video game. I it. thought
0: you uh, the rota- <laughs> There is a rotating room in Batman, though. Okay, all right. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, you know that's why i like that and the performances the only thing i didn't like about arkham asylum was the end not not the story the uh final battle with the joker with the
1: joker which which i'm i'm wondering you know, i mean cuz you've seen the joker in these these previews of the of the second one and uh he looks busted
0: yeah he does which
1: which what, what i'm hoping is that the the storyline of this arkham city which cuz i mean there's not a lot released right now i i would love to see one more game and realize that the riddler had been Doing this entire thing, yeah. Setting this entire thing. Isn't up? that kind
0: of interesting how they've changed the Riddler's character? Mm-hmm. In the comics, he always started off as like this goofy, hey, Batman, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. Even not in so much as like the Jim Carrey version, but that was basically, a little over the top. Yeah, basically just a goofy guy. But in the comics recently, he's kind of taken on this.
1: Well, even even demented, I think I think what kind of it of started like, was I mean I mean he's a little bit more debented now. I think what it started though was with that Batman the Animated Series oh, yeah. back when we were in high school or whatever oh, or so middle true. school or whatever. Which I mean, which is great because all the voices that you're getting oh, yeah. are from that series, which was meant how great it was. But the Riddler in that, he was smart, he was clever. Exactly. And I mean it was it was it was really about beating out the world's best detective. And exactly. really I mean, like and, and, and really giving him all that, that that he had. I thought the Riddler was great and I would love to make him your ultimate one that's got all the cogs turning. you know. Yeah. He's the one that, that put the Joker in the situation to put Batman in Arkham Asylum that had all these other things there that would, would turn into Arkham City.
0: I, I would love to there? see
1: him, him be the, the puppet master of the entire thing, basically. We
0: could. I would love to see that. That'd be fun. And, cool. What else you got for me, buddy?
1: Uh, Bioshock Infinite, man. Looks amazing. Looks freaking amazing. Did you watch that? Uh, the E3 yeah. thing that they did? It was like 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah.
0: Spectacular! It I is. can't
1: wait to see how that really plays. I mean, the idea—it seems like almost like it, you're watching something predetermined already. You know? Yeah. Like, like the, it, they're playing it obviously, but it looks like this is all predetermined stuff that's going to happen. This interaction that you're going to have with her is definitely going to happen, but it's still a game that uses moral choices, like the first yeah. one. So
0: it, it looks really good,
1: and it's it's another one where it's environment. Yeah. I mean, oh. you're that's that's what's that's what looks so cool about that though you have to Sky about
0: and... asylum. you have to suck people into the world that you're you have going on or yeah ex- you, exactly. people won't get into it Exactly. And that is a pretty impressive looking game is there anything from Nintendo coming out that you're excited about um,
1: skyward sword are you gonna buy that probably do you have the Wii motion plus uh,
0: I ha- I I think so I came with uh, that Wii, the Wii, Wii I Resort. got yeah
1: I I don't have the Wii motion plus yet I Still haven't beat The Last Zelda, which is probably I'm not, not not as good of a video game fan. If I didn't do that, I just haven't been that into them. I don't know. I feel like at this point Nintendo should be just focusing on like the handheld market. I would leave yeah. the home console stuff. They could put their if they could port their properties over into a high definition platform, that'd be fine. I am so. I feel like the Wii U is late to the ball game. I think that that's what the Wii should have been in the first place. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing that's holding me on to, to this system now and the fact that I'm gonna to have to dish out another, you know, couple hundred bucks for a new Wii system that can do all the stuff that my Xbox and three sixty can do, but you know, maybe mm. with a new portable controller, which maybe is neat, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was really geeked out when I saw the, the specs on like the 3DS. I thought that that was going to be something so spectacular. I was like, this is where Nintendo needs to go now. If you're going to have all these same properties and keep them looking the exact same way, which if you turn Mario into an, into an HD, try to make him look more realistic, it's going to look awful. You can, yeah. All you can do at this point is just add texture to his jean jumpsuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got that round face. He's got those f- figures. He's just going to look the way he's always going to look. And I think that that has a better place at this moment on portable devices. I would love to see Nintendo focus on that if you're going to stay proprietary. I'm not a big fan of their home stuff anymore, and I don't know how excited I am about the Wii U.
0: Yeah, until they start releasing actual games for it (laughs) and they
1: need more than just shovelware from third parties i mean half the stuff that you get on a that you see in a wii Uh, are 999 bin games or 1999 bin games you get i mean it's those proprietary nintendo first party games that are the best yeah and and you feel like you're just hanging on to nintendo for those the next iteration of mario kart the next mario which will always be good these will always be good games but i think i'm at this point where if I'm gonna, if I want to experience that, I don't need to experience it on my TV. And I just give me yeah, something that's know, amazing in a handheld that I
0: can. I've always do that said with. because Brad is a big Nintendo apologist, and I've always said this: I love Nintendo games. But why can Microsoft release a Halo game one year, Gears of War, Halo, Gears of War? They just alternate. Why can't Nintendo do Mario, Zelda, and alternate? Because they're already giving out all their games to other developers anyways. The only ones I know they still develop in house are Zelda and Mario. Mm-hmm. So if Metroid's developed at retro, Donkey Kong was developed at retro, and they have all these other games, Kid Icarus is being made by somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, just put them then start alternating them. You don't have to, like, I'm surprised that there's another Mario game for the Wii, because they take so long to make these Mario games, and you already know how to make them. And, yeah,
1: and, and I mean, the, the departure from Mario Galaxy 1 to Mario Galaxy 2, not that big. No, it's not big, that big of a stretch. Some, no. We, I mean, we should have seen Mario Galaxy 2 a little bit sooner. I, I don't know. And and at this point, with, with with the way the new Mario 3DS game is looking, it looks just like Galaxy. Mm-hmm. At this point, if I'm going to buy a system, that would be the one that I would I would rather take my Mario games on the go, where I can enjoy a platform game mm-hmm. as much as I want on the go. At home, I'm looking for a more in-depth experience. Yeah. My Mass Effects, my Bioshock, something that's really going to just draw me in. Maybe that's a little bit different for you because I mean, you are a big platformer.
0: You know? No, but, I, I mean, I agree. I... I, I I still, I mean, I have a DS and I love every once in a while just firing it up and playing Mario or... um, Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. I think that's what I've got for you.
0: (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's... I was actually thinking about getting a 3DS because if you trade in your DS right now, you can get it for $99 at GameStop. Yeah. I was thinking about doing it and get Resident Evil Mercenaries. (laughs) Which which is...
1: yeah, I heard that wasn't that great. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you'll probably buy it because it's a Resident Evil yeah. game. I hear it's just all action and, and, and a rehash. But I think that that's probably the best you're going to get for your DS at this point. Yeah. You know, if you're still hanging on to a DS Lite or something like that, that's that $70 that you can get is going to be the best that you're going to oh, get yeah, for, for it at sure. all.
0: And I always wait for uh, one of my favorite games that I'm not a big role-playing fan, but I love the Mario and Luigi games and Paper Mario and Mario RPG games. Which yes. would be great on the 3DS. Because they're so fun. But I, I see Paper Mario as a
1: perfect example of what that 3DS can do. I heard do. one's coming out for it. I, I heard so too. And uh, the, their problem with it right now is that they just didn't have a game lineup. If you if, if you were showing off Kid Icarus, you were showing off Star Fox, yeah. you should have had those at launch. Those yeah. I mean, because these are just rehashes of old games. Or not, not Kid Icarus, but I'm sorry, Mario 64. Yeah. Those games, you should have just had those out right away yeah, with it. Could have- and 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 given something a better three D experience than Submarine Adventure.
0: Yeah, no, I you agree. You I know. think they didn't need to release it because one, the DS still sold okay, mm-hmm. and they're still making games for the DS. So if you pushed it back to you wait until the holiday when you had Mario three DS, when you had Kid Icarus, when you had you know all these other games, then you'd be okay. And, and you're still writing that hype that people were were excited about. I mean, when when I saw that
1: those specs and stuff like that at. at at uh, E3 last year. Have you seen
0: it in Motion, though, the 3DS? It's it's, it's pretty impressive. I
1: played it at Best Buy, and it is. I mean, it's a real, like, you feel like it's an immersive experience, but the only game that I really played was the submarine one, (laughs) which is just not that cool. I mean, it's it's and I want to see, I would love to see how Star Fox plays on it. You know, like, I mean, I think that that is that right kind of game for it. Um, But I I, I don't know. 3D, to me, at this point, is a novelty. 3D is stupid. And, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of it in movies, Nope. Um, there hasn't been one movie yet where I'm like, I'm glad I saw that in three D. I even just saw the last Harry Potter in three D IMAX, mm-hmm. and it was worth it. But there was nothing like when I went to Univer- or MGM Studios and I saw the Jim Henson thing, where like,
0: yeah, it looked like something came out at your face, man. Me and Laura were talking about that too. Uh, Transformers. I'm not a fan of the movies at all. But yeah, I um, listened to your podcast on that one. Yeah. I,
1: I I won't see that movie. But, but. we went and saw it
0: because James is a huge fan and we usually go see what I want to see. So I said, Dude, if you want to see it in three D, was I don't care. I like movies, I'll pay for it to see it in three D. It's pretty impressive. But at the same time, would I be hurt if I didn't see it in 3D? Most likely not.
1: No. Yeah. And, 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 and there's, there is that thing, like if, if, if you want those jump out experiences, the things that are flying at you, you're going to have to probably go see like a Final Destination or yeah. a My Bloody Valentine where, where they're throwing <laughs> axes at the screen kind of yeah. thing where, where that's really the effect that they're going for, something coming at you. I kind of wish I would have seen The Last Resident Evil. Uh, the afterlife or whatever? It was all right. I mean, because that one looked like they were trying to do those kind of effects where glass is going to be coming at your face kind of thing, you know?
0: The the only, the coolest part in that movie is, um, I mean, I own it on Blu-ray because I have all the Resident Evils, but uh, she's running through this horde of zombies and she outfits her shotgun with coins and so she'll point her gun at a zombie head and shoot it and you'll see like the brains and coins fly out in, right at the camera so that's cool True. and I think that's what they should do with it I mean tone it down when you don't need it and then bring it up in moments like that when it really adds something to the I think,
1: I, I think that if you're like it needs to be like if you're gonna do 3D genre it needs to be stuff like how you train your dragon and stuff mm-hmm. like that where it, it can be an immersive experience like that anything else where if you're really trying to tell a story it gets distracting in my opinion yeah, I, I mean it's, it's when I watched Avatar I hate it. I know, dude. Why do people love that movie? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, was, I never even got up on the hype leading up to Neither it. All I. of a sudden, this movie was making millions of dollars. I'm like, okay, I got to go see I, this Me now. and Laura
0: did the same thing.
1: I'm like, have you heard about this, Kelsey? All right, let's go pay the money and we'll go see this in 3D. And we were out in Arizona at the time. And seriously, I remember like taking off my, my 3D glasses and going like, this is giving me a goddamn headache. I just want this thing to freaking end already.
0: And the movie's tor- terribly written in yep. James Cameron's putz. He thinks he's so awesome.
1: Oh, I did have one question for you. Sure. That, since you're a sports game fan, the EA season ticket. Have you are you interested in know. that at all? Uh, the, I, it's supposed to be like twenty five bucks. You're supposed to get all like sorts of uh, downloadable content and stuff like that. Where, it's free, but you're paying that twenty five dollar thing. The one thing that seems interesting about that to me is that you get to try digital access, you get to download the full game three days before it comes out. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a big Madden fan, you do play online, you can learn that game before anybody else. But to me, I think that seems interesting because you could tech for for a guy like me that likes sports games but only on a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll play them for a while and then I get frustrated and I if I'm not winning I turn the shit off. And but I could play it for three days. Off that pass. Any sports game that comes out, and basically, I don't have to go out and buy the physical copy at that point. I've rented the game. Every sports game that's coming out this year for twenty-five bucks, basically, and get to try them for three days out. Hmm. I might fall in love with NHL <laughs> two thousand twelve and need to NHL go buy it. NHL games that. are great. You know, but I have, but my problem with any sports games anymore is I get too frustrated. If I'm not winning, I, I, <laughs> I seriously, I, it's it's almost like a uh, complex with me. I played MLB the Show, and I was like. I'm sucking at this. So I'm turning this game off. You know. And yeah. So it's, it's I for something like that for me might mm-hmm. be a cool thing. But I as a as a sports fan and stuff like that, do you really think there's enough incentive to? No, to, to, if I only get it
0: for three days, not really. Yeah. And downloading a whole I don't know if you downloaded your game, free game for PlayStation Three on the PSN network. It takes like two hours.
1: Yeah, it took a long
0: time. Like Infamous, I I went to bed it downloading.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I did the same thing. And then Dead Nation wasn't near as long, but that was still yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, it's hard. Huh? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it is really hard. I, I tried downloading Little Big Planner for the PSP, but I don't have a PSP. I thought that maybe you could play it on your PlayStation <laughs> 3, but I'm like, oh, well, great. I just used up hard Drive Space for that. So.
0: <laughs> well, when you get your Vita, you can... Hopefully it I it can. There. Yeah,
1: that'll be fine. I'll already have that on there, but that's all I got for you, man.
0: Awesome. Well, Joe, I have had fun. Yeah, me too, Because... Man. This was, you know, and we'll, uh, we'll have more of these. I hope so. It's because remember, Real Nerds isn't just about movies. We're nerds. So um, Joe is now part of the family. and He's always been a part, but now he's, now he's on WAX as part of the family. That's what they used <laughs> to say when they put you on record. Now it's digital, but I like to say WAX. Um, but now you're on here, real, and you're part of the Real Nerds. So this is a special video game edition, which there will be many more, especially so. with all these games coming out. Um, We will have a lot to talk about. Yeah,
1: we've got a good season coming up.
0: Totally. Until next time, to my left is... Joe Kempter. And I am Ryan. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Facebook as Real Nerds Podcast. Make sure you like us. You can also check out our blog at realnerds.tumblr.com. Make sure you get that going and like us and download us on iTunes. Or you can listen to our RSS feed on Tumblr. Just listen to us. Let us know what we're doing. Have a nice day. Bye.